2: Uh, let's go out to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop hundreds of toilets indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Leroy's favorite quarterback of all time, Bernie Kosar. He says it all the time. Bernie Kosar joining us here on the program. Bernie, good morning. Thanks for
1: making time for us. I really appreciate it. Hey, it's great to be with you. I have a little technical difficulty, but um, I had the Cleveland Browns stadium in the background where – Kosar and Leroy Horde did a little magic back in the early nineties where Leroy made me look good catching those passes out of the backfield. So thank you, says we were one of the teams that got a nice miracle W yesterday.
3: Hey Bert, we were just we were just talking about this because the Dolphins lost like just a terrible game on Monday night where they didn't play their best. And and we were talking about how teams get old. And I was talking about the teams that you played with in in the late eighties that went to two AFC championship games in like three years. And then my rookie year, half of those guys got old. And we look really bad because they got old really quick. And and so the the Dolphins have a lot of young players. Um how do you how is how do you determine like when it's coming And to kind of jump the gun on that, because it happened to to us, my rookie year, it happened all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, that's a really great point. And not to to, uh, correct you on your facts, but three AFC championship games in four years from a similar core. Yeah, but a similar core of players, to your point. And we're all we love loyalty, we love uh, consistency and tradition. But in NFL, the the not-for-long league, the injuries are a big part of it, and you tend to get young and or get old quick in in the game. So that 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 did happen to us, and older veteran teams. tend to get a little tired towards the end of the year. It's actually why I believe in Cleveland, Joe Flacco not having to throw OTA's training camp the first half of the season. His arm talent here in December, because he hasn't had the season's wear and tear, was special to see him in the fourth quarter yesterday. But younger players, rookies, they used to say sometimes hit the wall because they're not used to the length of this type season. But, But really, youth is a massive benefit in the, the long duration of an NFL year and have it in terms of youth athleticism and speed. And yeah, it was, it was terrible Monday night, the way it, it transpired against the Tennessee Titans and stuff, boy, but a young team like that um, could sometimes that could really break up a team and, and cause uncertainty. And I use the, you matter for self-confidence and self-esteem, but a Monday night loss to a young team, like that could really um, evaporate a team's confidence. And to see a team come out against a rival team, albeit a hurting team like the Jets, but do what you're supposed to do in December to them and put a complete beat down where the game wasn't even in doubt. To come back from that, that gives the you matter, the self-confidence and the youth to your question, almost they got fresher legs than the older teams. So that, that's, a, that's something where nobody's going to want to play the Miami Dolphins in the, uh, in the playoffs right now, especially with the Vic D'Angio defense and Bradley Chubb having seven, sa- seven tackles, three sacks, and two forced fumbles like he had yesterday. I mean, for him to be it, it as a Dolphin for basically less than two years, and already be one of the top 10 guys in forced fumbles in Dolphin history with our awesome um, lineage and history within the Miami Dolphins. It's, it's really special, some of the things I think we could create down here.
2: Bernie, as a, as a quarterback, yesterday for Tua, getting a chance, everybody's talking about, you know, Tyreek's having an MVP season. You lose a guy like him, you never want to lose a superstar for a game, but. What do you think that's going to do for the chemistry for him and Jalen Waddle to kind of say, hey, you got to be the one this game and Waddle going off like that, do you feel like that could have even more benefits for this last stretch run for, for getting a game like that where Waddle kind of gets to be the guy and him and Tua can force, focus on that relationship?
1: Spot on, awesome point. Nobody wants to have the awesome, great Tyreek Hill not playing, but to have him be absent yesterday and for Tua to be 21 for 24, 224 yards, for him to come back from that Monday night uh, game and ending like that and for Tyreek not to be there and – For Jalen Waddell to have nine targets and have eight catches for 142 yards against the rival Jets like that, that's absolutely the type of confidence and belief and growth that a team wants as you're getting to this point in the year. And with two of my old teams now, the Dallas Cowboys coming to town on Christmas Eve, that's absolutely the kind of trajectory an offense wants like that.
3: Hey, Brian, I want to ask you this, because one of the things, one of the only complaints I've had about this offense is that it's not that they're one-dimensional, but all of the things that they do is centered around one player. And some of the best offenses I've played in, all of the pieces were interchangeable, meaning that we would run the same plays with different guys there to kind of throw the defense off so they couldn't just set up shop around one guy and to see Tyreek Hill I mean to see Jalen Waddle able to take that role do you think Mike McDaniel would be better served to just every now and then just say you and Tyreek switch or or put A-chan out there or just you have so many guys with speed that can still create those mismatches but what it does it throws his defense off throws the defense off that is so like Tyreek Hill centric that all they're concentrating on is what he does.
1: Hey, so yeah, I think you're spot on. And I love Coach Mike McDaniels. I was, um, got to spend a little bit of time with him as I'm staring out at Cleveland Brown Stadium in the background here in 2014 when he was the receivers coach under Kyle Shanahan here in Cleveland. His creativity and that specialness that Leroy, that they do with their offense and their personnel groups and their emotions and shifts. I, I I sit back and I kind of fantasize about how you even call all of those motions and shifts and how you're able to articulate that and communicate that within the huddle. So it's massively impressive. One of the things I do and I love to follow the evolution of the system, the evolution of how they layer new plays on I. Not to give away game plans and stuff, but as we get to the end of the season, and as everybody starts mentally really um, understanding what's going on, and the Dolphins really look to be understanding mentally the whole picture, yesterday's game with the absence of Tyree Kill, I absolutely think, accelerates that kind of thought process. But even if it wasn't going to happen as successfully as it happened yesterday. This coaching staff is special, and I believe they're absolutely evolving towards that. And as you get into the playoffs and you you have a little more time and have a little more film and breakdown, I absolutely see some of that interchangeable pieces to
0: Well, you just sat
2: through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?
0: Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: With that awesome speed that so many of the um, Dolphin players have, whether it's Waddle, Tyree, Kill, Mostert, I mean, this is, this is a special group, and I think Mike McDaniels will do exactly those type of things.
2: So, Bernie, what, what do you think to, it, it speaks to some of these teams? Because we've seen a lot of quarterbacks go down so far this year, a lot of backups playing. But, like, when you see a Cincinnati or a Cleveland still being able to show a success when they have backups come in there and their talent kind of rallies around it, like, what is, like, I guess, the difficulty of that as a team and how does it speak to, I guess, the talent of that team that they're still able to have success even though you lose a, a, a Burrow or a Deshaun Watson?
1: Yeah, the overall next man up mentality that you have within football absolutely is the coach speak and the rhetoric and the stuff that even us players will say within the locker room. But in reality, sometimes you overly, really believe it um, is another, another thing easier said than done. So to really have other guys step up, but to have your teammates. And sometimes when that happens, the teammates know. You've got to rally together, and everybody has to do more. You're really kind of seeing that when in the Cincinnati with the Bengals, and you're seeing that here with the Browns. Um, to see us down by double digits in the fourth quarter yesterday, to have Joe Flacco not really have a good game and have him basically three picks in the first three quarters and then um, to come back like he did or whether Hob Browning came back in Cincinnati after a bad first three quarters that's to see backup quarterbacks coming back with their teams not not quitting either that's kind of special to see and and when you you um have success with that type stuff. I really think that manifested stuff within the locker room of kind of us against the world during this kind of playoff push. And those are the type of teams that are dangerous to play, dangerous to play in the playoffs.
2: Switching uh, back to the Canes here for a, a second, Bernie. You know, I think the last time we talked to you, tvd was going through a little bit of adversity the canes were going through a little bit of adversity he ends up going to wisconsin transfer portal is what it is right now what do you think you would like to see for them bernie for for mario cristobal do you think like going into the transfer portal and getting one of these you know credentialed quarterbacks with the experience is the way to go for mario or do you think it's better to maybe go with a young guy maybe emory coming back from the injury like what do you think is the the best path for the canes to go
1: well, as you mentioned, University of Miami, and I'm looking at the Browns Stadium and the background for the the, the Dolphins fans who saw the end of the Browns game yesterday, and if you're a Canes fan, the Browns almost lost on a hail Mary slash hail flutie pass that I still am scarred with psychologically <laughs> from my past, nineteen eighty four. So, you know, I'm cognitively impaired, but I still, I still know about thirty nine years ago on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So that almost transpired again yesterday as I had a flashback to the end of that the end of the Browns-Bears game that made me think of the Boston College game in the Hail Mary of University of Miami in 1984 from that. And that wasn't an attempt to avoid the question, but it's, it was really disappointing to see what happened with Tyler this year. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his, and there's an inordinate amount of pressure on kids anyways, whether you're a player or not, and I could go on my soapbox about the pressures and that that are uh, anxieties and depression that are going on within a lot of us within society and stuff, but um, high school and college kids in particular and football players, it's ratcheted up a, a level more and the quarterbacks and the quarterback at the university of Miami, it's ratcheted up even that much more. But that being said, you know, with the NILs and the finances of it is really, is really, um, um, tough for which way do you go now? I love how Emery stepped in and played. God, it was tough to see that type of injury and partly with a guy like myself who's had all these injuries, I'm really fixated on Emery and trying to one as a person help him just get healthy so that he doesn't have to do all the pain medications and anti-inflammations and some of the tragic things that kind of sent me down a, a physical uh, challenging perspective from a, um, from the physical therapy side of it that he's going to have to do to get back and those type of injuries, who knows how quick you can come back. So, do you go with the younger guy or do you go in the transfer portal? Um, you know, that's up to the coaches and stuff. But a lot of now, the I know a lot of people don't like the NILs and they don't like the transfer portal, but it really is an opportunity to get a veteran experienced quarterback who's playing. And whether we like the finances of it or not, you really are capable to find a veteran cool Quarterback who is successful um, right now, so I, I think they're going to. You absolutely have to explore both possibilities of that. But to compete, uh, um, to compete on a next year basis. Look at last year. If we had been having this conversation, it was everybody wanted Archie Manning. But if we ever got Archie Manning, he's. Well, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. But he didn't start at Texas last year or this year, and even when the backup, he didn't necessarily come in. So from our you perspective, with Emory possibly being hurt, it's probably more advantageous to have a a, a NIL transfer portal quarterback right now that um, could supplement that, that could be ready to play in late August, August 31st, against the Florida Gators.
3: Hey, Byrne. So now I'm showing everybody. Ooh. I'm showing everybody the coffee, right? Uh-oh. So, I got Go my ahead. bag, and here's what sucks. I got to have surgery on Thursday, so I can't drink it yet. But I'm showing everybody, so why don't you tell us about this coffee?
1: Well, what kind of surgery are you having on Thursday that you I can't have, drink I, black coffee?
3: I no, I got it. They told me stay off caffeine uh, for uh 2 days beforehand so um i have to have uh just a meniscus i got a flap in meniscus got to get it fixed okay
1: well we've had we've had plenty of of those surgeries and i'm not trying to be want to, want to be doctor and stuff but as a guy who's been massively cognitively impaired with 40 surgeries 80 broken bones 100 concussions heck 15 seizures being in a coma, the last couple for 72 and 96 hours, I don't drink black coffee and don't do Kosar coffee for the caffeine part of it. It's um, my doctor, the founding chair of integrative wellness, Dr. Michael Royzen from the Cleveland Clinic, who's partners with Dr. Oz. He's been on Oprah Winfrey show 53 times. He, he came to me a few years ago and he said the black coffee bean is the number one thing to flush and detox the liver and the brain. And with the, whatever the acronym you want to use, TBI or CTE, the, the cognitive issues are, are for real. So being able to flush and detox my brain internally from all the hits and years of medication and stuff to be able to be here five years without taking a pill to be diagnosed four years ago with five years left of cognitive brain function, to not be able to articulate, enunciate, communicate, really any multiple syllable words. So part of my daily routine, and I'm so proud of my comebacks um, on the field. I really feel, Leroy, this is one of my best comebacks off the field from a health and wellness perspective. Again, to be diagnosed four years ago with those issues, the black coffee bean has really been flushing my system, and right now we're down hey, South Florida, look at the weekend we had with all the rain. I'm up here in Ohio, looking at the Cleveland Brown Stadium. The chance of me seeing sun in the near term is remote. Most everybody is vitamin D deficient, and vitamin D in the COVID flu season uh, optimizes your D levels. So I infuse um, vitamin D into my coffee for immune. And then for anti-inflammation, for heart health, um, infusing um, resveratrol. So I have a patent to infuse cool supplements that are able to help, help me detox my body and reduce the inflammation and put vitamin, vitamin D in me to continue, continue my wellness journey. That's how I start, start every day, my man, to, to be able to be cognitively present.
2: Do you do it like a specific way, Barney, or is it just in the beans?
1: Well, it's it's the bean, and then I have a patent to be I'm the only guy to be able to infuse infuse the the resveratrol and the vitamin D actually into the bean, and then ground it so that you get the supplements. Um, and I'm a big believer in modified intermittent fasting. So this in the morning to be able to implement the modified intermittent fasting with my Kosar coffee is the way I've started my day now for the last few years to really cognitively have these improvements and physically be able to 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 be able to handle my daily life which Leroy could tell you five six years ago quite a few of my friends were you know having interventions and the inability to concisely and articulately even even um, do do shows like this and or live a life as so many so many ex-players are dealing with so many military guys are being treated like the way um, us uh, nfl guys are heck leroy um, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in chagrin ohio today at chagrin high school at, at um, later on this afternoon, um, we had a special teammate, Bob Dahl, Chagrin High mm-hmm. School graduate, Notre Dame graduate, fought in the tunnel, University of Miami, Catholics versus the convicts, 1988. We weren't the convicts, okay, back then. And then he ended up blocking for Leroy Horde and Bernie Kosar in 1992 and 1993. I love him so much, a hedge fund manager successful in business, and he committed suicide on September 25th. Um, The opiate issue and the fentanyl issue, we've had over 125 people just die this past weekend in the state of Ohio from that. We'll have 22 veterans commit suicide today. I could have been any one of those two statistics. So to see some of my friends in the holiday season that are out there hurting, I don't say this to brag, but I say it that there is hope out there, and a lot of the money that I raise for, whether it's the Kosar Coffee, um, at com is to help and support a lot of my brothers, Leroy, our brothers that aren't here with us now and are in a lot of those kind of dark situations that um, we're trying to find relief. And I've been blessed to be able to been given another gift in the late third quarter early fourth quarter of my life to, uh, to be able to have a second chance myself and make this comeback. And I'm able to hopefully raise some money and raise some awareness. To help about some of our great brothers in the locker room, some of our great military people who are suffering um, this time of the year?
3: Burn, one more thing. Please don't send me any more pictures. With you and Taylor Swift. It confused me.
1: Uh, (laughs) Are you a Swifty? Are you a (laughs) Swifty? no oh, but man. we have
3: somebody on the show that is and if we say anything negative about taylor swift she has a fit
2: our but, producer jen oh, loves yeah. taylor swift bernie and when you were when you were in the, bo- in the in the box with uh with taylor swift i mean she you want to talk about living vicariously she just wanted to know what was going on with the the kelsey and and taylor swift uh celebration going on over there it looked like a hell of an experience so
1: I don't know if you're up against a break. I could take a few more minutes and really tell you about it, which I'd love to, is, is um, Leroy and you guys. for? And I'm not saying this to be nice. If, if people um, have some people they look up to and they want a role model, and um, I had the opportunity to meet her. You couldn't have a better role model for young parents, young kids out there to look up to her, her, her genuine attention to people and paying attention and consideration and uh, was just spectacular to watch. And, and then to, and Leroy, you'd actually get a chuckle out of this. Um, Those pictures were, were um, in pregame meal, like typically an NFL team, you go to the hotel the night before the game, you wake up the next morning, you have pregame meal, then you go to the stadium with the team. Travis and Andy Reid, those guys are so cool. Travis likes to go to the hotel. He comes home. So I was at his house like three hours before the game. I'm, we're having a pregame meal. And Taylor is so nice. She comes in by herself and she's so cool. She brings, um, she made her homemade cinnamon rolls for Travis for pre pregame meal. So to wow. see. To, yeah. So I'm a juicer right now trying to be. Vegan and gluten free and stuff, but I absolutely had to sample some of that cinnamon roll on course. game day. Of course, yeah. you can't
2: of course. tell Taylor, Taylor Swift no. You can't turn Taylor Swift's
3: desserts down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, tell you, I, I was for, telling for guys that
3: you've known, Bern. I was telling these guys you've known the Kelsey's for most of their life.
1: Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be. Uh, I'm literally from Cleveland Heights. We're only fifteen minutes away. I was talking already to uh, Ed, Ed Kelsey, the Mr. Kelsey, the father, this morning on some uh, podcast stuff we're going to do together. And uh, I love Ed and Donna Kelsey, the parents, Travis and Jason, because at Halloween, they used to dress up as 19, little 19s Cleveland Browns, Bernie Kosars, when they were boys. And I went to Travis and Jason, and I go, hey, guys, Man, I love your parents. They used to dress you up for Halloween as young Bernie Kosar. And Travis goes, what are you talking about? We dress like that every day. I, go, <laughs> I love your parents <laughs> even more. I love it even more. And some some of the stuff that Travis and Jason's doing, Jason, what he's doing in Philly, Travis is doing a cool stuff, Operation Breakthrough in Kansas City. We're looking to bring it to, to um, Cleveland here. And, and parts down in South Florida, so there's some really awesome uh, work we're doing with youth that um, and continuing education and robotics and computers, and that is really special. We're r- really looking forward to the future of that. Bernie, Bernie. we appreciate the time, man. Thanks, Bird. Hey, guys, you matter. com. Go. Go check it. Go Dolphins. Go, check it. go Canes. Go Browns. Go check it. <laughs>
2: Go check out kozarcoffee.com. You go follow it on Twitter too, at kozarcoffee as well. The great Bernie Kozar joining us. We'll take a quick
0: break. Probably actually going to be a long break, but we'll be back with more after this. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours